P is for peace. Peace should be something that you can enjoy in your home. Peace should be something that welcomes you at your front door. Some of you will be thinking that's the last thing I get when I get home. And it could be children making noise. It could be just, you know, um, visitors. It could be chaos happening in your home. And, you know, some people like a very quiet, peaceful home. Some people like having people around all the time and activity and lots of different generations in the family and friends coming together and food being cooked and the smells of food and activity going on in the garden. And, you know, everybody is different and that's absolutely fine. Um, But it should be a place where you feel a sense of peace and a presence of God. Someone told me very early on in my walk with the Lord, that peace is not the absence of war. Peace is the presence of God. That really hit home to me. I hadn't considered that. I hadn't thought of it that way before. And I loved it. I love that idea that, you know, the peace means that it is well. Peace means that despite what's going on around you, God is present and God has you. He's watching over you. He's guiding you. And so the peace I'm talking about is not quietness. Some people confuse peace for quietness. And that isn't always going to be the case. Some people have peace in their home, but when they enter the home, they open the front door, the children scream, Daddy! And they come running and slam into each leg. And then one jumps up on your chest And for some people, that's the most amazing feeling in the world. After a long day, a hard day, it's the most pleasurable feeling to be greeted by the people that you love. And that isn't a particularly quiet scene. Excuse me. But it is peaceful. The problem comes when home becomes the place that you don't want to be. That you would avoid coming home to. The place where you stay out longer or you go to the gym or you, 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 you know, have you ever been in a situation where you just put up outside in the car, but you don't get out yet? Because you know that when you enter your home, the atmosphere is not going to be pleasant. And for some, they're living in that daily. It's not because of a particular argument or a particular season where things are a bit rough. It's a daily occurrence that they come home to turmoil or angst or conflict. In those circumstances, quite often, there is a presence of a a kind of rage that's happening either in one spouse or the other, or sometimes both. And that rage can um, exhibit itself through verbal abuse and emotional abuse through physical, you know, um, aggression. And that aggression can display itself not just um, in hitting and punching and slapping. It can be items being thrown or things being smashed. Walls being punched, doors being punched through. Just a disarray of things happening in the house. All of those things contribute to a place where you don't want to be. 
quite often that dis- that that behavior is displayed by somebody who is controlling and controlling of others. I'm a controlling person, but I'm controlling of myself. There's certain things I know about myself. And so I keep a quite tight rein on myself because I know that if I go off in a certain direction or I don't complete a task or I have thoughts about a certain thing, it will go out of control. So I keep a tight rein on myself. I don't like the idea of controlling other people. I don't want to be thought of that way. And I'm pretty sure that my controlling of self overflows onto others. And God has placed people around me that will remind me. If it does overflow, they will say to me, Sonia, rein it in. My control comes from my past, whereby many of the things that were happening around me were out of my control. What was going on with my parents was out of my control. I wasn't the cause of it. I wasn't to blame for it. As far as I'm aware, I didn't contribute towards it. And yet it was happening. And so I began to develop a sense of wanting to control what goes on in the environment around me. There's several factors. One of them in particular um, is, is in the book that I mentioned in an earlier episode, the plus one equals three. It's like um, it, 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 that book is autobiographical and it breaks down my story and it, it, it details my story, particularly to do with my dad and how that began to affect me. And, you know, what what the situation was and how it began to um, how I began to live that out, what my life began to look like because of what happened to me. And so as life went on for me, I began to control more and more and more until it became obsessive and I began to display um, OCD tendencies in an attempt to keep myself safe and cleansed. And I praise God that I recognize the signs and was able to pull back somewhat from the outworking, the the outward display of those practices. Doesn't mean that they've completely left my mind, but God is constantly reminding me that I don't have to be obsessive about these things because they don't make any difference. When somebody is, for example, touching something seven times before they can progress on to something else, It doesn't change the circumstances around them, but it brings a reassurance within them. They feel that all is well with the world because they've done that particular act or they've washed their hands several times. Very often, and I don't want to go into the realm of mental health because I'm not an expert. I'm only sharing what my experience has been. But I got to a place where I was beginning to display these symptoms And which meant that my mental health was being affected and I was beginning to look to external practices to bring me reassurance that all was well around me. And of course, it's all a fabrication because whether I wash my hands or don't wash my hands doesn't make me cleaner inside, doesn't cleanse me from within. Only God can do that. But at the time, I didn't know God. And so now that I do, God is doing that work in me 
So very often, you know, the people that know me probably wouldn't describe me that way. They wouldn't see me displaying these signs, um, you know, outwardly. But inwardly, it's still something that I, I work through. And in this particular season where we are dealing with this pandemic, the coronavirus or COVID-19 virus, where we are in isolation and lockdown and we are being told constantly, wash your hands, wash your hands, wash your hands. For everybody else or for many other people, it's a simple instruction, just wash your hands. For me, it's a reminder of where I was many, many, many years ago, where I became obsessive about washing my hands. And so this is it's, it's an additional battle for me to fight. It doesn't feel like a battle because I've given it to the Lord and the, the Bible tells me that the battle belongs to the Lord and he will deal with that. But coming back to the point that I'm making is that controlling others as opposed to having control over what you do can often present itself in a kind of rage or a kind of... um uh, a dictatorial fashion where you are telling somebody what they should be doing. It certainly doesn't make for a safe or loving environment. It doesn't make for an environment that you'll be rushing home to. And so your peace is removed. It can also be a sign of insecurity or a sign of fear. When you're controlling other people, it could be that you are insecure and so you are exerting power over somebody else to take the focus off of you. And I would I would request that you go to God with that at first. At least admit that it's an issue for you. Even if you can't fix it or you don't feel that you can stop it or you don't feel that change can come from it. If you at least acknowledge that this is you, this sounds a bit like you, then you're one step forward from where you were yesterday. Sometimes admitting that we are the person that's causing our home to not be a, a place of peace is very, very difficult. Nobody wants to hear that they're the cause or something that's seen as negative. But the reality is, if God has placed you in a marriage, and I say if God has placed you, because quite often we take it out of God's hands and we do our own thing and then ask God to bless it. That's another story. But if God has placed you in a marriage, he has placed you with somebody who will understand if you allow them in, who will be prayerful with you and for you and over you. And who will be able to help you through this season, your past season. They can't undo the past, but they can unravel elements that will allow you to be a different character, a released person. They can assist you. God does the work and he'll use your spouse to do the physical work. So do um, seek help. If you are the cause of the lack of peace in your household. Seek help, be accountable, get knowledge, dig deeper, look at the roots of why you may be the cause of the absence of peace in your home. <laughs>